Olá, eu sou o Felipe André, seja muito bem-vindo ao terceiro episódio dos nossos 21 dias de intensivo online gratuito em inglês com Sherlock Holmes, aonde você está obtendo o equivalente a até seis meses de progresso. Se estivesse estudando inglês com métodos tradicionais, como sempre, sem enrolação, eu quero ir direto ao ponto com você, começar o nosso episódio de hoje. Um breve aviso, se você ainda não assistiu o episódio 1 e 2 inteiros até o fim, para agora. Não continua, senão você vai boiar, ok? Pode ser que eles estejam aqui nessa mesma página. Se não tiver nessa página, vai estar no seu e-mail, vai estar no Telegram, no nosso grupo fechado do Telegram, mas não continua se você não tiver assistido o 1 e o 2 inteiros até o fim. Beleza? Então vamos embora. Aqui foi onde nós paramos no episódio 2. Don't hurry me, Watson. Just listen. I'm coming to that. Last Monday, the 3rd of June. Charles McCarthy went, passed off go, went, passed off go. So he went to the town of Ross. E ele tinha uma companhia, with his servant. Lembra que Turner has six servants, McCarthy has two servants. Lembra disso? Okay, o Turner tem seis, McCarthy tem dois. So he, McCarthy, And his servant, he, he and his servant, they, ok, os dois, né? McCarthy and his servant, they, they went to the town of Ross in the morning. While he was there, during the time they were there, for the period of time they were there, enquanto estavam lá, He, McCarthy, told, spoke to, said to, told, passed off tell. He told his servant to hurry because he, McCarthy, had an important meeting with someone at three o'clock that afternoon. Então, naquele mesmo dia. Por causa disso, they drove past of drive, they drove back quickly to his, his McCarthy's, the house of McCarthy, his house, the house of McCarthy, lembra, where does he live, at Hathley, tem uma fazenda, at Hathley, se a gente fosse ser bem literal, né? it's not his house, It's Mr. Turner's house. Né? It belongs to Mr. Turner. E, na verdade, o McCarthy pays Mr. Turner for the use of his farm. Lembra? Turner is the richer man. Turner has a large part of the land. McCarthy pays Turner to live, to use his farm. Né? Ok? Where is the farm? Where is his farmhouse? His house at Halfley, né? do McCarthy at Halfley. Então they drove back quickly there, just before three o'clock, two forty-five, two fifty, two fifty-five. Just before three o'clock, McCarthy left, passed off leave, left, passed off leave. Lembra disso? Lembra disso? Toda vez que eu tenho uma journey, uma trip, ainda que seja para o trabalho, 
casa de um amigo, para outro país, whatever, a trip, né? uma, uma viagem, uma, uma, uma corrida, uma viagem, uma, enfim, viagem no sentido de para outro país, para casa de alguém, uma viagem de Uber, de Waze, whatever, de ônibus, de carro, de avião. Toda vez que eu tenho um percurso de, de um lugar para o outro, ainda que seja para o trabalho, I leave my origin in the beginning of the trip and at the end of the trip I arrive at my destination. Ok? Episódio 1. Então, he left passed off leave. He left the farmhouse, né? Farmhouse. A house in a farm. Ok? Farmhouse. A house in a farm. Né? Uma casa de fazenda. He left the farmhouse. Por que não? Por que não? Por que não? He left the farmhouse. He left the farmhouse just before just before three o'clock just before three o'clock he left he left the farmhouse at Hathley and he walked down alone to Boscombe Pool he never came Wow, he never came back. Então, vamos aqui usar uma das camadas mais poderosas do Rapid Fire, o método que eu uso para ensinar inglês, que é o bombardeio de perguntas. Você vai responder uma resposta simples, curta, se você não souber, você chuta qualquer coisa. Proibido construir frase completa nesse momento é para ser real. Na vida real a gente responde resposta curta, rápida, objetiva. Ok? Foco na comunicação. Se eu te pergunto qual é o seu nome, você não fala meu nome é Felipe. Você fala Felipe. Onde você mora? Brasília. Quantos anos você tem? 37. Você não fala eu tenho 37 anos. Vida real a gente não faz isso. Então, esse aqui é um exercício. Bom, questions bombing é um bombardeio de pergunta. É a forma mais poderosa de treinar o teu cérebro para pensar e responder prontamente em inglês. Por isso, a resposta curta, nada de frase completa. Chuta se você não souber, mas fale alguma coisa do seu lado. Por exemplo, Who was going from Hathley to Boscombe Pole? Who? Turner, Sherlock, Watson. Who was going from Hathley to Boscombe Pole? Who? McCarthy. Charles McCarthy. Charles McCarthy, ok? Just before 3 o'clock, a, a penúltima linha aqui, ó. Just before 3 o'clock, McCarthy left the farmhouse. Aonde? Hathley. And he walked down alone to Boscombe Pool. Então, who was going to Hathley? Who was going from Hathley to Boscombe Pool? Who? McCarthy. Mr. Charles McCarthy. Where was McCarthy going? Where was he going? Boscompel. McCarthy was going from Hathley to Boscompel. He 
left Hathley. He left. He left. Desculpa. He left the farmhouse at Hathley. He went to Boscompool. Where was McCarthy going? To Boscompool. He left. Best of leave. He left the farmhouse at Hathley. Que é o nome do lugarzinho. He went to Boscompool. Próxima. Why was McCarthy going to Boscompool? Então, who was going to Boscompool? McCarthy. Where was McCarthy going? To Boscompool. Why was he going to Boscompool? What was the reason? What was the motive? The objective? Why was McCarthy going to Boscompool? Because he had an important meeting. Okay? He had an important meeting at 3 o'clock that afternoon. What time did he leave home? De novo, só para a gente revisar. Toda vez que eu tenho uma trip, uma journey, in the beginning of my journey, I leave my origin. At the end of my trip, I arrive at my destination. So, what time did he leave home? What time did he, McCarthy, leave home? What time did he leave his farmhouse at Hathley? What time? Just before three o'clock. Pode ter sido, né? It might have been 2.45, 2.50, 2.55, sorry. Just before 3 p.m. Não falou exatamente quando, just before 3 p.m. Falando em leave and arrive, e se eu perguntar para você, acabei de perguntar, what time did he leave his farmhouse at Hathley? Just before 3 p.m. E se eu perguntar para você, what time did he arrive? O livro não fala. E se eu perguntar para você, what time did he come back? Home. What time did he leave home? Just before 3 p.m. What time did he come back home? He never came back. He never came back. Então, vamos fazer mais um bombing questions aqui de novo? Esse aqui é poderosíssimo para te ensinar a pensar e responder prontamente em inglês. Who, what person? Who was going from Hathley to Boscom Pool? Sherlock Holmes, Dr. Watson, Mr. Turner, who was going? Mr. Charles McCarthy. Where was McCarthy going? Location, destination, place. Boscompool. He was going to Boscompool. Why was McCarthy going to Boscompool? What is the reason, the motive, the objective? Why? Because he had an important meeting at three o'clock that afternoon. What time did Charles McCarthy leave 
his farmhouse at Hefley. What time did he leave home? Just before 3 p.m. 2.45, 2.50, What time did he come back? He never came back. Okay? Toca o barco. It's a quarter of a mile from Hathley Farm, McCarthy's house. Hathley Farm is the same as McCarthy's house. Hathley Farm, it's where McCarthy lived. Já não posso nem mais dizer lives because he never came back. He died. He died. Então, não posso nem dizer mais he lives. He lived. He lived at Hathley in a farm. In a farm house. At Hathley. So, that's where McCarthy lived. His residence, his house was there. So, do lugar aonde o McCarthy lived, Hathley Farm, to Boscombe Pool, the distance is a quarter of a mile. So, if I ask you the question, how far, how distant is Hathley Farm from Boscombe Pool? It's a quarter of a mile. Que é a mesma coisa que dizer 25% of a mile. Só que one mile has 1.6 kilometers. One mile has 1,600 meters. A quarter of a mile is the same as... Is the same as one mile... 1,600 meters divided by 4 which is então no final das contas a quarter of a mile is the same as 400 meters ok, so how far how distant is Hathley Farm from Boscombe Pole it's a quarter of a mile or 400 meters. Okay? 400 meters. Okay? It's a quarter of a mile from Hathley Farm to Boscombe Pool and two different people, two different people saw Pest of Sea him, McCarthy, as he, McCarthy, walked to Boscombe Pool. So, as he was going, as he was on his way to Boscombe Pool, as he walked to Boscombe Pool, que é o que ele quis dizer com as he walked that way, two different people saw McCarthy going to Boscombe Pool. One of them was an old woman. 
years old. Old, não posso dizer, não posso... How old was she? She was old. 70, 80, 90. Ok? What, what's her name? We do not know her name. So the first person was an old woman. We do not know her name. The second person was a manservant. A masculine servant. A manservant of Mr. Turner. How many servants does he have? Turner. Turner has six servants. One of them, se você continuar lendo, called William Crowder. Okay, so Turner has six servants. One of them, called William Crowder, saw McCarthy going to Boscombe Pool. Okay, so just before three o'clock, McCarthy left just before, just before three o'clock, McCarthy left his farmhouse at Hathley and he went to Boscombe Pool. The distance is 400 meters, a quarter of a mile. As he was walking to Boscombe Pool, as McCarthy was going to Boscombe Pool, two different people saw him going to Boscombe Pool. One of them, an old woman, we do not know her name. The second person, One of the six servants of Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner has six servants. One of them called, named William Crowder, saw McCarthy going to Boscombe Pool. So, when I say called William Crowder, what I mean, o que eu quero dizer é, for example... I am Felipe. My name is Felipe. I am called Felipe. Porque call in English é muito mais amplo do que ligar. Chamar. Então, if you want, if you want to call my name, if you want to call my name, what do you say? Felipe. Ok? Chamado pelo nome de Felipe seria essa a essência. He is called by the name of William Crowder. I am called Felipe. Seria, né? Called by the name of Felipe. He, Mr. Turner's servant. He, Mr. John Turner has six servants. One of them, manservant William Crowder. He is called by the name of William Crowder. If you want to call him, if you want to talk to him, What do you say? William Crowder. He is called William Crowder. He is called William Crowder. Ok? 
He is called William Crowder. He saw McCarthy going to boss Campbell. Both people say that McCarthy was alone. Both people say McCarthy was alone. Both people, the old woman and William Crowder. Both people, the old woman and William Crowder, the two of them, she, the woman, and William Crowder, he, both of them, ambos, both people, ambos, said, past of say, McCarthy was alone. Nobody else with him, just McCarthy, okay? The servant, William Crowder, also says that a few minutes after he saw, past of C, McCarthy go past. O que, que ele quis dizer aqui? A few minutes after he saw McCarthy going to Boston Pool, passing, going away, go past, né? He passed. A few minutes later, he also saw his son, Mr. James McCarthy, going the same way. Wow. So, <clears throat> além, o, o William Crowder alega né, que além de ter visto o McCarthy, a few minutes later, he also saw his son, James McCarthy, going the same way. He, James McCarthy, the son. Esse he faz referência ao James McCarthy, ao son. McCarthy's son. He had a gun. A gun. Under his arm. He had a gun. He had a gun. Under his arm. Igual algumas pessoas botam jornal, revista. He had a gun. Under. Under his arm. The sun could see it was possible for the son. It was possible for James, the son, to see his father. Por quê? Porque foi just a few minutes. So they were not distant. They were near, close. It was a short distance. So, it was possible for James to see his father and James was following his father. Following him, following Charles McCarthy, following his father. But Crowder, o servant do Mr. Turner, thought Nothing of this until he heard of McCarthy's death later that 
evening, later that evening. Ou seja, so the son had a gun, a revolver. A gun, a revolver under his arm. Under his arm. Okay? E. Crowder saw nothing. A gente vai naquele slide daqui a pouco. Crowder, William Crowder, Mr. Turner's servant, the servant of Mr. Turner, his name is William Crowder, he saw nothing of this. Foi o que o livro diz, que é a mesma coisa que dizer he saw nothing wrong. He saw no problem. He suspected nothing. Ele simplesmente viu uma corte passando e depois o filho dele foi atrás. Como é que ele ia imaginar? He never suspected anything. He saw no problem. He saw nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong. Not until he heard about the death of McCarthy. So, Daqui a pouco a gente vai nesse slide. He suspected nothing. Not before. Not until. He heard about his death. Ou seja, né? Não até. O que, que, que o livro quis dizer? Ele viu o pai indo. Viu o filho. E o, o Crowder. Jamais imaginou que fosse ter alguma coisa errada. Até que. He discovers McCarthy is dead. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Okay? So, he saw nothing of this, que é o que está escrito aqui na linha, na penúltima linha do parágrafo. Bem aqui, ó. Crowder, the servant, thought nothing of this. Thought, best of think. He thought nothing of this. He thought, thought nothing of this. Not until, not before, not until the moment, né, não até o momento, em que he heard of McCarthy's death later that evening. Okay, so, naquele dia, later, he Discover o Macar o William Crowder, o, o servo do Mr. Turner. He finds out, he figures out. Lembra disso? He discovers. Deixa eu achar esse slide aqui, ó. He he finds out, he figures out, he discovers, he learns. Né? He hears, he hears. McCarthy is dead. <gasps> e aí o Watson interrompe o Sherlock. You, you explain it all so clearly. I said, é o Watson falando, né? I said, Watson. I have told you to listen, dear doctor. When I have finished, you can say what you like. I shall continue. Uma, uma pessoa me perguntou, o shall pode ser substituído pelo will. Pode. E pode ser substituído pelo 
must, should, também. Lá atrás a gente viu o shall no começo do livro. Shall be glad if you can come with me. I'll be glad if you can come with me. Aqui, I shall continue, já seria mais I should. Lembra? Should. It's a very good idea. Aqui eu poderia dizer, I, ele pode, pode ser que ele tenha dito I should continue or I, I have to continue. I must continue. Então, o shall, ele pode substituir o will, pode substituir o should e dependendo até I shall go, I must go. I shall continue, I must continue. I should go, I shall go, também pode substituir o should. Ok? Beleza? Deixa eu ver aqui se tem alguma outra revisão para a gente fazer sobre esta página. Não? Beleza. Another person, so a third person, an old woman, an old woman, an old woman, William Crowder, e agora a third person, a third person, ok? Acender a luz aqui, né? A third person saw the two McCarthy's, Charles and James, father and son. Quando ele diz aqui, two McCarthy's, father and son. Charles, Charles and James. A third person, another person saw the two McCarthy's after William Crowder. Então, old woman was the first. William Crowder was the second person to see them. E agora temos uma third person who saw them. Father and son, Charles and James. Them. Charles McCarthy, o, o them que eu estou usando, se refere ao Charles McCarthy and James McCarthy. Linha 2. The land around Boscombe Pool is full of trees with a little grass. So, the land around Boscombe Pool is full of trees With little grass. Essa parte verde da imagem aqui do meu lado chama-se grass. Esse grass que está aqui na linha 3, ó. Little grass. Little grass. Little grass. Essa parte verde que está aqui na imagem chama-se grass. Ok? Então, the land around Boscombe Pool is... Full of trees with little grass. Okay, so uh, full of trees with little grass. Full of trees. Full of trees with little grass. Essa parte verde da imagem. Okay, full of trees with little grass. In the open parts beside the water, né? So, in the open, nas partes abertas ali ao lado da água. A girl of 14. A girl of 14. A girl of 14. 14 years old. 
Her name is Patience Moran. She was picking flowers, picking, getting, choosing, collecting. Picking, choosing, getting, collecting flowers. She was pegando flowers, picking, collecting, getting, choosing flowers, okay? Among the trees, in the middle of the trees, that afternoon. Okay, so... Uh, ele começou a descrever a, a região, the, the land, lembra do episódio 2? Teacher, how can I say terra in English? Terra em geral, land. The land around Boscombe Pool is full of trees with little grass, a parte verde. Full of trees with little grass. In the open parts beside the water. Então tem um lago, tem alguma coisa ali, tem um, ok? Ok? A girl of 14, 14 years old, her name is Patient Moran, was picking flowers naquele lugar, among the trees, in the middle of the trees. Among, é como se fosse between, in the middle of. Então, estava lá no meio das, das, das trees, that afternoon. The afternoon of the murder. The assassination. She... Patient Moran, tô na linha, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, line number 5. She, Patience Moran, she saw, past of C, Mr. McCarthy and his son close to the lake. Lembra que eu falei que tinha uma água? Deveria ter um, algo assim, so, she saw them, father and son, close to the lake, close to the lake, near the lake, not distant from the lake, close, near, oposto de distant, she saw them, father and son, close to the lake, okay, uh, she saw them close to the lake, they both, they both, Father and son, father and son, both, both of them, the two of them, father and son, ambos, seemed, looked, appeared, looked, seemed, pareciam, to be very angry. They both, okay, father and son, They both, the two of them, seemed, looked like, appeared to be very angry. Okay? She heard Mr. McCarthy using strong language to his son. Que é a mesma coisa de dizer que she heard father and son arguing. Arguing. Disputing. 
they were having a strong discussion. They were contending. They were having a disagreement. They were arguing. Em inglês, não se usa a palavra discussion para falar disso. Discussion is a conversation. Discussion is a false cognate, é um falso cognato. Porque em inglês, discussion is a conversation. O, o que vem à nossa mente quando a gente ouve a palavra discussion in English is arguing. It's a dispute. It's a strong discussion. Né? Quente. It's to contend. To have a disagreement. Desacordo. Okay, so to argue. To argue. Quando a gente ouve discuss, é um falso cognato que nos traz à memória aquilo que em inglês é chamado de argue. Então, essa menina heard Linha 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. She heard Mr. McCarthy using strong language to his son. She heard Mr. McCarthy, the father, arguing, contending, disputing. She heard the father, Mr. McCarthy, having a strong discussion, a disagreement. She heard them arguing. Okay? She heard them arguing. Arguing. Strong language. Okay? She saw... Linha 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. She saw the young man lift up his arm. Lembra que... He had, he had a gun under his arm. He had a gun under his arm. E aí a menina, she saw James, the son, lift up, lift up, lift up, lift up your arms. Lift up your arms. Lift up your arms. Elevate. Elevate. Bring your arms up. Lift up his arm. Só que lembra que he had a gun under his arm. E aí ela vê ele lifting up, raising, elevating his arm. Lift up, lift up your arms. Lift up your arms. Faz aí onde você está. Fala e faz. Lift up. Lift up my arms. Lift up my arms. Lift up my arms. Lift up my arms. Faz, 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 faz. Lift up my arms. Lift up my arms. She, a menina lá, patient Moran, she saw. Primeiro ele fala, she heard. Olha os cinco sentidos, vamos praticar. I see with my eyes. I see, faz comigo. I see with my eyes. I hear with my ears. I smell with my nose. 
I taste with my mouth and tongue, né, língua. I touch with my hands. So, fala comigo. I see with my eyes. Fala comigo. I hear with my ears. Fala comigo. I smell with my nose. Faz assim, ó. I smell with my nose. I touch with my hands. Faz assim, ó. I touch with my hands. I taste with my mouth. I taste with my mouth. Então ele fala aqui, primeiro, ela, she heard. She heard the conversation. They were arguing. They were having a dispute, a strong discussion. A contend, a disagreement. And depois o livro fala, she saw his, uh, James lifting up his arms. Lifting up his arms. Então vamos lá? Vamos, 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 vamos. Repete aí, repete aí. I see with my eyes. I hear with my ears. I smell with my nose. I taste with my mouth. I touch with my hands. Okay? She heard. She saw. She heard. She saw. She heard. She saw. Arguing. Lift up. Lift up his arms. Espero que você tenha feito os gestos que aumenta até 70% a memorização. He, so she saw the young man lift up his arm. He seemed, he looked ready, prompt to hit his father. She felt so frightened, scared, afraid. She felt so frightened she escaped she ran away Whoa. she escaped she ran away she went home she left the place why she was feeling frightened She was feeling frightened. When she, patient Moran, patience Moran, when she got home, she told, past of tell, her mother about the quarrel. She told her mother about the arguing, the contend, the dispute. The disagreement, the quarrel, the quarrel, the quarrel. Que o father and son estavam tendo. Okay, so she got, now she heard the arguing, the content, the dispute. She saw the son James lift up his arm. Um deles, né? Lift up his arm. He had a gun. 
revolver. She felt scared, afraid, frightened. She ran away. She went home. When she got home, she told her mother about the quarrel. Arguing. Contend. Dispute. Strong discussion. Quarrel. 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 Contend. Dispute. Arguing. E aí ela falando, when I saw them, they seemed, it looked like they were going to have a fight. She, Patience Moran, said. Just as she, Patience Moran, was speaking, at the moment she was talking to her mother about this, When I saw them, it looked like it seemed, pareceu, they were going to have a fight. Patience Moran said, just as she was speaking, at the moment she was talking to her mother, ela ficou frightened, correu para casa, chegou em casa, contou para mãe, As she was talking to her mother, at the moment she was talking to her mother, young Mr. McCarthy, James, the son, came running up to their house. I have just found my father by the pool. Pool aqui é, é uma palavra que ele usou pro lake, pro piece of water. É a mesma palavra. Pool é um, é um dos sinônimos... Ele quis dizer, ele quis se referir ao lake, ok? Lembra que eles estavam close to the lake, not distant? Então, ela estava lá, she heard the arguing, she heard the discussion, the contend, the dispute, the quarrel. She saw James lift up his arm. She felt frightened, scared, afraid. She ran away home, she went home, <sighs> frightened. When she got home, she talked to her mother. Mother! Aí ela começou a contar, I saw Mr. McCarthy and James, they were having a quarrel, they were having a dispute, a contend. Enquanto ela falava com a mãe dela, young Mr. McCarthy came running up to their house, I have just found my father by the pool. He shouted. To shout is to, I have just found my father by the pool. He is dead. We must get help. He looked very excited. Adrenaline. And he didn't have his hat or his gun. Quando ele fala aqui, ó, without either his hat or his gun. He didn't have his hat. He didn't have his gun. Nesse momento que ele chegou na casa. His right hand was red with blood. His right hand was red with blood. 
immediately patience patience parents patience parents a gente confunde é um outro falso cognato parents father and mother a palavra que vem à nossa mente quando a gente ouve parents em inglês chama relative brother sister uncle aunt cousin nephew nieces a palavra que nós quando a gente escuta parents nos vem à memória algo que em inglês é chamado de relative my family parents é father and mother então quando o livro fala patience patience parents ele quer dizer the parents of patience The father and mother of patience. Ok? Patience's parents. The parents of patience. The father and mother of patience. A menina de 14 years old. Patience's parents went with him. Him came. O James McCarthy, o son. So, her parents went, past of go, with James to the lake, to the pool, where they found, past of find, where they encountered his father's dead body lying on the grass. Lying. É exatamente como ele está aí, ó. Lying on the grass. Ele não está exatamente on the grass, mas ele está lying on the floor, on the ground. Então, imagina que agora o chão tem grass. Lying on the grass. His father's dead body lying on the grass. Boscampool by the lake. There were many wounds Wounds, wounds, wounds on his head. Many wounds. There were many wounds on his head. There were many wounds on... Nas atividades a gente vai refrisar muito esses vocabulários com sinônimos e etc. Wounds. Okay? There were many wounds in his head made by something thick opposite of thin. Thick. Livros. Existem livros que são thin. Existem livros que são thick. Então, as, as feridas na cabeça dele foram feitas por something thick and heavy Like the wooden part of the young man's gun. Olha só, tá vendo esse, esse revólver aqui do lado? Não tem uma parte amadeirada aonde segura? Madeira em inglês é wood. Feito de madeira, wooden. Então, ele quis dizer que as feridas na cabeça do, do pai tinha sido feito por algo grosso e pesado como a parte de madeira 
da arma que, tinha, que ele tinha. Ele tinha uma arma, essa arma tinha uma, um pedaço de madeira, feito de madeira, e as feridas na cabeça do pai dele, que estava morto no chão, pareciam feridas feitas por uma... Por, feitas por algo bem parecido com a parte amadeirada da arma que ele tinha. They found his gun lying on the grass. Então, o corpo e a arma estavam lá no chão. They found his gun lying on the grass not far, not distant from the dead man. The police soon came In a short time. Few minutes. Soon. Okay? It didn't take them long. Soon. In a few minutes. In a short time. The police came and immediately held the young man for questioning. Then locked him up. His case will come up in a few weeks time. Everything points to the fact that the young man is guilty. Does it not? I said. Hmm. Vamos entender isso aqui. The police came quickly and held the young man. Que é a mesma coisa aqui. Took him to the police station. To be questioned. The police held the young man que é a mesma coisa de dizer took him to the police station. Né? Levou ele para a delegacia to be questioned and locked him up. Que é a mesma coisa de dizer he went to prison. He was arrested. He was arrested. He was arrested. Locked him up. Em outras palavras, a polícia put him in jail. Put him in jail. Locked him up. They put him in jail. He was arrested. He was locked up. He was put in jail. He was arrested. The police held the young man. Mesma coisa de dizer. They took him, James, to the police station to be questioned. E after that, he was locked up. He went to prison. He was arrested. He was put into jail. E aí... His case will come up in a few weeks' time. His case will be analyzed, judged. His case will be decided if he is innocent or not in a few weeks' time. E aí termina essa parte onde a gente termina o episódio de hoje. Everything points to the fact that the young man is guilty, does it not? Everything, all the evidence... Points to the fact that the young man is guilty. O que, que é guilty? Opposite of innocent. 
O juiz vai julgar if he is innocent or guilty. Ok? Então, o que, que o, o Watson quis dizer? Everything, última frase, all the evidence, all the facts are saying, are telling the young man is not innocent. That the young man is guilty. Ok? E a gente para por aqui hoje por causa do tempo. Te dá um recado importantíssimo. Atenção, se você está gostando desse jeito de ensinar, desse jeito de aprender, desse intensivo, você precisa anotar no seu calendário, criar um lembrete no seu celular, botar na, na porta da geladeira, na agenda, no lembrete do celular, no calendário, 6 de julho, 5 horas da manhã, eu vou lançar um documentário online e inédito chamado Os 5% de Fluentes. 95% dos brasileiros não falam e nunca vão falar inglês. 5% dos brasileiros são fluentes. Existem duas chaves e duas chaves somente que você precisa para sair dos 95% eternos, alunos de inglês, e conseguir entrar nesse grupo seleto de 5% de brasileiros que abre a boca e fala inglês. Não estou falando que sabe inglês. Quantos de vocês estão me assistindo que sabem inglês, mas trava na hora de falar? Não adianta nada. Eu estou falando duas chaves para você ser fluente. Abrir a boca e falar inglês. Vai fazer 10 anos que eu estudo, pesquiso, analiso, ajudo adultos brasileiros a migrarem dos 95% eternos alunos para os 5% fluente, que abre a boca e sai falando inglês por aí. Eu juntei tudo isso, organizei Criei um documentário online inédito que vai estrear 6 de julho, 5 horas da manhã. 5 horas da manhã estreia esse documentário. Então, se você está gostando e se você pretende entrar para esse grupo de 5% de brasileiros que são fluentes em inglês, você tem que já botar na sua agenda aí 6 de julho, 5 da manhã estreia o episódio 1. Vão ser três, tá? O primeiro estreia 6 de julho, 5 horas da manhã. Então bota aí lembrete, agenda, calendário no seu, no seu celular, na sua geladeira, na sua agenda, enfim. E a outra coisa que eu quero falar rapidinho pra gente fechar, a gente abriu uma comunidade secreta do Facebook aonde a gente conversa, tira dúvida, aonde a gente se ajuda porque a comunidade tem esse poder de transformar algo difícil em algo mais leve, mais fácil. E Lá a gente está conversando, batendo papo, eu e todos os participantes desse intensivo. Então, para a gente organizar tudo, tá? Para a gente organizar tudo, 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 tudo. Espera aí. Para a gente organizar tudo. Vamos lá. Felipe, eu quero ser avisado em primeira mão quando você for soltar o seu novo aplicativo, aonde a gente vai ter os áudios, aonde a gente vai ter as atividades de fixação usando o Rapid Fire, sem português, sem tradução, sem regrinha, sem decoreba, o aprendizado nativo, intuitivo, dedutivo, do jeito que você está fazendo. Eu quero ser avisado em primeira mão quando o app for liberado e eu quero ser avisado em primeira mão sobre tudo que é de importante. Aonde que vai acontecer? E-mail e Messenger. Então, 
para eu, eu ter certeza que eu vou ser avisado de tudo de importante em primeira mão, principalmente o lançamento do aplicativo, o meu aplicativo. Se você não sabe o que eu estou falando, você me desobedeceu e pulou os episódios 1 e 2. E-mail e message. Por isso que você tem que ter certeza que você achou, abriu e clicou o primeiro e-mail que eu te mandei. Esse aqui, ó. Primeiro e-mail que eu te mandei, você tem que ter achado aberto e clicado, senão você corre o risco. Eu, esse aplicativo que custou 500 mil reais, que é exclusivo de alunos meus, eu vou dar para quem está no intensivo 30 dias para você turbinar. É um dos grandes, esse aplicativo é uma das, um dos grandes trunfos para que você possa ter seis meses de progresso em 21 dias, tá bom? Então, para você ser avisado de tudo, lá no e-mail, então tenha certeza que você achou esse e-mail aqui segundo eu quero receber os áudios, eu já falei sobre isso no episódio 1 e 2 o que envelopa todo esse método de ensino são áudios, speaking comes from listening fluência vem de ouvir se depois de uma aula de inglês você não ouvir áudio, você nunca vai falar inglês, você vai eternamente estudar, estudar, estudar e trava na hora de falar. Enquanto você não começar a ouvir áudio, você não vai destravar o teu speaking. Você vai ficar eternamente aprendendo e travando. Para eu receber os áudios do intensivo, para eu receber o slide do intensivo, para eu receber a reprise da revisão, eu estou fazendo revisão e correção de atividade todo dia à noite. Já já vou falar sobre isso. Para eu receber tudo isso, aonde que eu faço? No Telegram. É lá no Telegram que eu estou mandando os áudios intensivos que vão destravar o speaking. É lá no Telegram que eu estou mandando as atividades que a gente está fazendo para simular o aplicativo enquanto ele não chega. Atividades de fixação do aprendizado. Telegram. E, finalmente, Philips, eu quero tirar dúvida. Sobre a aula de hoje, por exemplo, tem uma coisa que não ficou clara para mim. Eu quero tirar uma dúvida com você, com os outros participantes. Eu quero conversar, eu quero compartilhar minha experiência. Comunidade secreta do Facebook. Ok? É lá que você vai fazer isso. Então, para a gente fechar, opa, episódios novos, toda segunda, quarta e sexta, 5 horas da manhã, no e-mail, message e no Telegram, eu te aviso. As revisões e correções de atividade do intensivo estão acontecendo todo dia, de segunda a sexta, 8h47 da noite, ao vivo no meu Instagram, arroba Felipe André Inglês. Para você ser avisado de tudo em primeira mão, fica ligado no seu e-mail e no seu Messenger. Se você se cadastrou no Messenger, eu sempre vou avisar por e-mail. Se você quer receber os áudios do intensivo, as atividades de aquecimento enquanto a gente espera o aplicativo, a reprise das revisões de correção de exercício, os slides no grupo fechado do Telegram para poder tirar todas as dúvidas e conversar comigo com os participantes. Comunidade secreta do Facebook. Felipe, aonde que está tudo isso, pelo amor de Deus? Aqui embaixo desse vídeo tem o e-mail, você já se cadastrou, né? Aqui embaixo tem um botão para entrar no Telegram para cadastrar no Messenger e para ir para a comunidade secreta do Facebook para a gente conversar e bater papo. Beleza? Fechado? Ok? Então, toda segunda, quarta e sexta, cinco da manhã, episódio novo. Todo dia à noite, de segunda a sexta, no Instagram, live para correção de exercício e revisão. Te vejo no próximo episódio. Vem para o Messenger, vem para o Telegram, vem para a comunidade. Ouve os áudios, faz as atividades. 
God bless you. Bye.